The sikha we're going to learn now is in the Sikhes Chelik Chavalev, the first sikha to Pasha Tetzave. That in Pasha Tetzave, Shtetim Bala Turim, concerning the Pasha Tetzave, it says in the Bala Turim, Adosi Deinzike Sedrim, Shoshan Eilat Meishi, that's the first, the only Sedre from the time Meishi was born, in Velches, Tzvetni, Dermon, Dernom of Meishi Rabbeinu. That Meishi Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. Ad Mishnu Tere, did the Rebbe quotes from Peter Sharosh, Till Mishnah Tere, because the Mishnah Tere, which is Chumash Dvorim, we do find that Parsha that Meishah wasn't mentioned. But he means from when Meishah was born, which is in Parsha Shmais, till Mishnah Tere, till Chumash Dvorim, the Tzave is the only Parsha where Meishah Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. And the time of them is, the reason is, because in Parsha Kisisa we find that Meishah Rabbeinu said to Hashem, he wants him to forgive the Eden for the sin of the Egel. And then he said, if not, Erase me from the Sefer that you wrote. And the way the Pshat in the Forshim is, that it means from the Sefer Torah. Erase me from the Torah. There's another Pshat I'll see later that it means erase me from the Sefer Achaim, from the Sefer of life and may I take away my life. But that's not a simple Pshat. That's not how Rasha learns. So he says, take me, erase me from the Sefer Torah that you wrote. And if a curses, even if it's unconditioned, boy, it comes. And here, even though it is unconditioned, he says, if you don't forgive them, then erase my name from the Sefer. But he did forgive them. But nevertheless, a Kvola of a Chocham stays, becomes fulfilled. So therefore, it was fulfilled in this week's Seder, which is the Seder of Pasha Tzavet. That's why Meishu Rabbein's name is not mentioned in Tzavet. So the Rebbe continues and says, Yet the Inyan and Prat in Teir is Bediuk. Every Inyan and every detail in Teir is exact. So we have to say, So we have to say that this Pasha Tzavet specifically was chosen to be the one where Meishu Rabbeinu will not be mentioned. As in ear, so that in this parsha is the parsha where the fulfillment of Meishe Rabbeinu's statement erasement from Torah should be fulfilled. which says there must be a reason why it's tafkin parshas tzitzave. Befrat especially as At first glance, it would make more sense that this Indian should be hinted. As Amiras Meishe is mekurim gevorn, I feel out now that what Meishe Rabbeinu said erased me from the Torah. Full, got fulfilled even though that uh, condition would make more sense if it would take place in any of the Sedris Veskumanoch on Vamevation Vegnamiras Mechaini. No. It would come after we already learned that they Mesha said Mechaini. No. We know about it and we learned about it. Then it would make sense. Now that we know that Mesha said erase me. So one of the later parshas. After that, his name should be erased. But here we see it's erased Afke from Tetzave. So that is a more reason to look for a reason why Pasha Tetzave was chosen. It needs a reason. Even if we wouldn't say the other parshas are better, even all that would be the same. We still need. Why did they choose parsha tzav? Everything is exact. Certainly, if there's a reason why it should really be later, because it means after you know mechenin, know that Meisha said erase me. Now it happens. So why is it here? Is there's a far but derinya from mechenin masim from their seder? It's because the erasing that he said fits to this side. So there must be some connection between the fact that Meishu Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned, it was, so to speak, erased, fits the Pasha Tetzave. Now the Rebbe says here, in the Sefer Meir Anayim, beginning of Pasha Tetzave, it says a different way, and others for him say it, that because Zion Oder, which is the yard site of Meishu, which was Meishu was missing, Usually, fits is, is in Pasha Tetzave. Many years, most years of Pasha Tetzave. And therefore, Pasha Tetzave was chosen. But the Rebbe says, But that's not really 100% good reason, because there also has to be some connection to the content of Pasha Tetzave. Not only because of the time of the year, but it has to have a shaykhis. So we have to find the shaykhis to Pasha Tetzave. So we have to understand what connection is there from the Meisher Rabbeinu said erase my name from the Torah to the Torah to the mean the 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 contents of Pasha Tzavah was there doesn't talk anything about it there it talks about the commandment to light the menorah see as big the kuna about making the garments of the kohanim the dedication 
of Aaron and his children to the Avedim the Bismikdash, Nasias Mizbachateris, and it also speaks about making them smaller Mizbachateris. These in Yonim are in the parsha. But what's the connection between Meishar Rabbeinu saying erasing from the Torah to Parsha Tetzavah? We also have to understand the whole purpose why Meishar Rabbeinu is not mentioned is not as doretzif mitveg Meishar. Doesn't mean that it's a Parsha where Meishar is not spoken about. That they chose a Sedre where Meishar has nothing to do with the Sedre. Nor as Meishar vek nidemon b'shmei. All of this, his name is not mentioned. Over in the Seder, it's like Meishan, when in Aribi Psukim, the Seder talks about Meishan. Many Psukim talk about Meishan. Nochmer goes even further that it doesn't mean that Meishan is not discussed there, but it talks a lot about Meishan. More than that, the Hascholas HaSedre, the beginning of the Seder, when Shema Sedre, and the name of the Seder shows that we're talking about Meishan. We know the Rebbe always explained that the name of a Seder I mean, the beginning of the Sedra has a, no, the name of the Sedra has in it some connection to the whole Sedra. So if the name of the Sedra is Tetzaveh, who's Tetzaveh? Yuksha command. That's Maisha. So the, the name of the Sedra, the beginning of the Sedra, and the name of the Sedra, Vata Tetzaveh, which is the name of the Sedra, and the, in the order of the Tendreb, that's how the Parsha is called in Zayar Cheyre Gimel, in Zayar Chotish, other places, that the name of the Sedra is Vata Tetzaveh, but the beginning of the Sedra, the name of Sedra is talking about referring to Mesha. More than that, the Kliyaka says when it says, you, who's the you? You is something beyond the name. You is the etzem of the person. That's you. So the Kliyaka says that when it says, Ato, it could have said, Utetzave. The Ato Tetzave means you, your etzem, your the etzim of a person, the mahus of the person is much connect is, is much more is deeper within the person and is higher than the level of a name. Why? Because the idea of a name is that somebody else should be able to call him, should refer to him. That's what the person of a, the purpose of a name. A person for himself does not need a name. A person could live without a name. But if someone else wants to refer to him or wants to call him, you have a name. So the whole purpose of a name is the connection of the person to somebody else. But the etzim of a person is much higher and deeper than your connection to somebody else. It's much higher than the union of Hashem. So it's much higher than the Shem. And... Even though, in the order 12, the Rebbe says that even though there is always, we say, there is a connection between the name and the etzim of the person. And the Rebbe doesn't say this, but we know that if someone faints, so, and if you can't revive him, one of the ways is to whisper his name into his ear, and that will revive him. That means it'll go back to his etzim. So we do find the name is connected to the etzim. So the Rebbe says, not that the Shem, the name is connected to that sin. The name is connecting the goof, the body, to the, the Neshama to the body. The Neshama itself doesn't, need, doesn't have a name. The Neshama, before it comes down into the body, doesn't have a name. But when there's a connection, that's what, so it's connected to, so the Shem represents the connection between the Neshama and even maybe the Etzim and Neshama to the body. But it's not that the Neshama is the Etzim of the person. But Ato, the etzem amahuz, that's much deeper. And even though we don't have the name of Meshe Rabbeinu in Pasha Tetzave, but we do talk about Meshe Rabbeinu himself. And the beginning, which is the Iker, talks about Meshe Rabbeinu without his name. It says, Va'ato, you, your etzem amahuz. Kumpla fei so it comes out according to this. As Adarab, on the contrary. The way and that got fulfilled in the parsha as that Meisha is not mentioned by name. That's what the whole thing is, because he said erase me, so the name is not mentioned, and instead it says So certainly it seems that it shows a bigger connection to Meisha. Mechayin means erase me, take me away from what it's written in the Torah, and what did the Torah do? Did not write his name and speak about his etzem. Talk about Meisha a lot, about his etzim, which is even deeper. So that's strange to say that the way the Mechaini no the way he's saying, erasing from your Sefer, is fulfilled, is through this union of not writing his name, but writing, talking about him, 
his etz means writing about it itself. So Luchura doesn't fit to what it says that the, the reason his name is not mentioned is because of Mechaini when he is mentioned even more in a higher level. That Mutas Vashtain, so the Rebbe says, we will understand this. The Hagdam Abir and the Megid Lini from Makoshas Meshim and Chenyon Lamasifrecho, Hashikasafto, to first understand what's so special about Meshir Rabbeinu's request. Erase me from the Sefer that you wrote, Upirish Rasha, and Rasha says it means Mikola Tere Kula. Erase me from the Tere. What's so special about it? What, what did he mean to say, erase me? If you, there must be something. By doing that, he was saying something very deep. What was he saying? So that explains. In your information, the whole union of Meshe, which we could all see, the SMM essence of Meshe is Torah. Like the Gemara actually says, in the it says, why is Torah called in his name? Because there is a post that says, Zichru Torah Meshe Avdi. says, remembered the Torah of Meshe Mayevit. The Torah of Mesha, the Torah is not Mesha, the Torah is the Ebeshtes. So the, and the Chazal say that why is the Torah called on Mesha's name as if it's his? Val Mesha nosa nafsha al Torah. Al Torah. Mesha gave his life for Torah. So we understand that Mesha and Torah is, Mesha's Inyan is Torah. Their fun is fashtandik, so from that we understand that the Inyan from Mechenyon and Mesifra from Akola Torah Kula. So when Mesha said, erase me from your safer from the whole Torah, read on the Etzim and Sias from Mesha. That affects the essence of the Metsias of Meshavia. His real Metsias is one with Tere. And when he says he erased him from the Tere, you know what that means, what Meshav was trying to do? It's something that he was giving up, part of his Etzim or the Etzim. His Etzim is Tere, and he says, Erase him from the Tere. So disconnect me from the Tere. If you don't forgive the Eden, disconnect me from the Tere. So that's affecting something in his Etzim Metsias. And why did Meshav put this? Essence in, in in risk. For what reason? If in order that by doing that, this would cause that Abisha would forgive the Eden for the Khategil. Who did the Khategil? It's a very terrible Aveda. It's very strict Aveda. So much so that the later Avedas that the Eden do is still connected to the Khategil. So it's an Aveda that's connected throughout all the generations. like it says, it says that the day that I will remember, I will remember this also, which means the Ebesher is saying, as the Chazal say, that every time he does an Aveda and the Ebesher punishes for that Aveda, he will add a little bit of punishment for the Chetege, all throughout all generations. So you could imagine how terrible that Aveda is. And Meshach Rabbeinu was ready to give up his essence, which is Teira, to get out of the Teira, in order to get a kapara for the people that did such a terrible Aveda. It's tomorrow, it's not understood. Vikumtas as Mesha's Lionstones and Etzimit sees how the pastor Mesha should put on last a line. His etzim, his essence of his Mitsias, was his Farbun Mate, which connected to Tayra. Far for who? Far detail Eden with some and Beagle. For those people, that part of Claudia Yisrael that sinned with the Egil. Kalo the Ace Egil. Including which is against what it says in you should not have another God and you should not make an Avedazor. We're talking about these people who are torn away, God forbid, God forbid from Tayra. So Mesh Rabbeinu was giving up his essence, which is Tayra, for those who went against the Tayra. So the Shaila is so, what's so special about it? Why, why did he want to do that? Giving up his essence for such people. We also have to understand. What is the meaning of Mesha's request? If you don't forgive, raise me from the Torah. In other words, what he's going to ask, what, how does erasing him from the Torah bring a kapara for the Eden? He's saying, if you don't give a kapara, erase me. In other words, he's saying, if you don't want to erase me, then give him a kapara. What's the connection between the two? What's the connection with these, these two things? As if the Ebishter would not forgive the Eden from the Chetegel, so erase me from the Torah. What's the connection? How will that help? How will by him being erased from the Torah, the Eden will get a kapara? Now in the Hora 18, the Rebbe says, there's another pshat. There's a pshat from the Ramban and the Barbanel and the others, is that he, when he said erase me from the Sefer that you wrote, didn't mean the Sefer of Torah. But that, like I mentioned before, he means... Erase me from the Sefer Achayim, from the Sefer of life, which basically would put, if you're going to not forgive the Eden and basically kill them, kill me too. That's what he meant. Take me out from the Sefer Achayim. Which means he wanted to be part of what they, if they punishes them, punish me too. 
Now that would make sense. He says, if you're going to do that to them, I want to be part of it. But according to Rashi, most unfortunately that he says he raised me from the Torah, from the Sefer, which is the Torah. So what's he raising him from the Torah going to help in order to bring a Kapora for it? If you don't forgive, he raised him from the Torah. What's the connection? Rashi is Mavaya. So Rashi explains, that Meshe wanted to make sure that people, later on generations, should not say about me, about Meshe, that I didn't, wasn't able to Ask and daven for them. I wasn't kedai. I wasn't worthy that I should be able to pale through my davening that the yidden should be forgiven. So that's what they meant. Erase in front. I don't want to be in the Torah because I'll be in the Torah and people will know that the yidden were destroyed. That means shows a lack of greatness in Meishar Rabbeinu. I don't want that to happen. Now in the order twenty, the Rebbe says that in Medrashim Shmeis Rabbo, it says a different thing. It says like this: the whole Torah was given for the sake of the yidden, but if you're going to destroy them. So what am I going to do in the Torah? There's no need, so to speak, basic the Torah. The Torah says, "Daber Rebbe Yisrael." If you're going to destroy him, hang Koliman That's what it means. So Luchura, that does make sense. Erase him from the Torah because what's the purpose of the Torah? But the Rebbe says, then this is not a request from David. It's just saying that if Meisha is madgish, if you're going to destroy the Eden, automatically I will be erased from the Torah. If you destroy the Eden. There's no Torah because the whole Torah is for the Eden. Now, if you destroy the Eden, there's no Torah anymore. So I'll be out of the Torah. So it's only a result. Wait, Mashra from Posik, it's a request. If you do, if you do, don't forgive the Eden, erase me from the Torah. It's a request. And so according to Rashi, what is the request? Please, if you do that, erase me from the Why? So the way the Rebbe brought before, that the request is, so if not, people will see me in the Torah and see that I did not have the ability to daven for the Eden to be forgiven. So it's not... Nice for me, so to speak. It's not going to be good for me. Oh, but the Peter Shachur and Niklati, the Rebbe says, this shot is not simple, not smooth. But for Lashon HaPosik is Mashif, and Lashon HaPosik, it seems, as me they're tiny bit it's a Mabish, that when Meshe Rabbeinu complained, complained, or said to Hashem, that Meshe gave a pale like a potter from Chet Egel. All he wanted to do is that, cause the Ebishter to forgive for the Chet Egel. So this must be part of the way to forgive. We need to have in a Zich, Shal Yemer that he said is not to make sure that he doesn't lose his covet. People will not be able to say anything negative about him. But what it was, what Moshe was saying, this is a reason to forgive. And the Kasha comes back. How is that a reason to forgive? Because Moshe will be raised from the Torah. Maybe he should forgive. Also, and this is even more important, when we're talking about will not forgive for this Aveda, which is a Chatog Deila. A big Aveda. That's what we're talking about. So what is the importance by Mesha, who's the Yiddish leader, the trustworthy shepherd, the fact that they'll say something about him. When it came to such a thing, forgiving, being forgiven for the Cheto Egel, and Hashem would not forgive such a big Aveda. So what's Mesha thinking about? So what are they going to say about me? So that's what is in mind, what he's going to say about him. When he cares about himself, when we're talking about such a major thing, so there must be much more to it. So the Bir the explanation is like this. Before we said Meshe Rabbeinu is one with Teirah. He's Etzem is But then we also know Meshe Rabbeinu is one with Klaus, with all the Yidin. So much so that you cannot separate between Meshe and the Yidin. Bechlal Yidin, and even from the individual Yidin. Like Rasha says in Pashas Chukas, Meisha who Yisrael, Yisrael ha Meisha. Meisha is the Eden, and the Eden are Meisha. Meisha and the Eden are one. And as we see, it was the far for the Chet Egel Gepel Tayiridim Meisha. That's why we find that when the Eden did the Egel, this caused Meisha Rabbeinu's level to lower down. Kemaim Chazal like in Posik Lech Reid, the Chazal say on the Posik when the Eibush said to Meisha, Lech Reid, go down. So simple shot means go down from. The mountain where it was by Hashem, and go down, and you'll see what's happening down there. Eden making the eagle, but the Chazal say, "Pashen the Broches." When he said "Lech Reid, go down," meant "Reid Migdulascha," go down from your greatness, because what Eden down there, down here in this world, did they made a chet eagle. Your greatness is down. Lachura the Rebbe asks, "Meish Tochnit Kiat Keshaych Etzem Klaltsem Chet Eagle." Meish had no connection to Chet Eagle. Not even in the category that you were able to protest, able to stop him. 
Sometimes a person has no connection to Aveda, but if he could have stopped it and he didn't try to stop, so he has a shtickle connection. Meshadabeinu didn't even have that level. Because he was pushed on the mountain. Simple push it. He was not in that place. He was someplace else. He was on the mountain. Not only physically he was in the mountain. His matzah, his situation. What level was he at that time? Very high spiritual level. They're talking to the Ebishter. So he had no connection to Chet Hegel. From Heinz, from Wazel, the Chet Hegel, him. So why should the Chet Hegel, the Aveda of the Hegel, affect Meshe Rabbeinu? The Debishah said, because of that, you're going down. The answer is, the Vameshe is Eizach Mitisro. Meshe and Yidin are one. The Melek, the Lost and Yitnon is given Eizach Mitisro. So when Meshe Rabbeinu had godless, was given greatness, it's greatness of the Yidin, because him and the Yidin are one. It's greatness of the Yidin. But the Chet, so therefore the sin, which is Chitzin Hegel, when you read it from Yisroel, and the fact that the Eden went down the level, many levels. So one thing we see is that Mesha and the Eden are one. Whatever happens to the Eden happens to Mesha. And this unity, this union, this connection, I was saying that Mesha and the Eden is deeper than his than his connection to Tera. Because before we said Mesha and the Tera are one. It's called Tera's Mesha. And now we're saying Mesh and Eden are one. So they're both true. It's not a contradiction. But which one is deeper? So the Rebbe says the connection of Mesh with the Eden is deeper than the connection to Teirah. Just like when we speak about when the Eden are connected with Eibishter. So it says, Even though we say that the Teirah and Eden are one, with the Pirish Apnimi from Aymach Hazal, as the deeper Pshat, the Pnim is the Kipshat, in what the Chazal say, that the word Anoichi, which is the first word of the Aseres Adibres, is an abbreviation of Anon Nafshik Sovis Yehovis, which means, Anon I, my nefesh, I wrote in and gave over in the Torah. So in the Torah is the Ebishter. So the Ebishter and Torah are one. From deswegen is the Isachdes von Yidin mit Kutschebrich noch tiefer und hechel davon. The fact that the Ebishter and Yidin are one is deeper than the fact that the Ebishter and Torah are one. The Maimah Chazal, like it says in Chazal, in different Barishas Rabban, Ton de Belio, as Israel Kodmul the Torah, the Yidin are before Torah. The Chazal say that there are a few things which are before the Torah. I mean Kodmul Leilam before the the world, and one and two of the things that are early in the world means are higher, a closer connection to the Ebishter in the world, and that's Yidin and Torah. And then it says, but I still don't know between the two which one is first, which means which one is closer to the Ebishter. So the Chazal answer. Actually, answered. Yisrael came before Tera. That means what well, he came before, not the time of timing. Yidin are closer to Debishter than Tera. So even though Debishter and Tera are one, Debishter and Yidin are one, the oneness, the connection of Debishter with Yidin is greater and higher than the connection of Debishter to Tera. So too, similarly, as a result of that, is by is by the leaders in the sea of every generation. Rasha Rasha says, Nosi Ador Ador, the Nosi of the generation, which was Meshe Rabbein in his time and all the, the Nesim and other generations of the generation, is Kichola, is the whole door. So here we see that the connection of, of Meshe and the Yidin are one. So the same by like by the Ebishter, the connection of the Ebishter and Teir and the connection of the Ebishter and Yidin, the connection of the Ebishter and Yidin is higher, same thing here. As a Resartes mit Yidin from Zeir Dor, that the unity between these Nesim and the Eden of their generation is is higher than their connection to Tater. When I say is by Tzadikim Bechlal, and the truth is it's not only by Nesim, by Tzadikim Bechlal. Because whatever we find by the Ebishter, we find by Tzadikim. Because the Chazal say Tzadikim, Deimim Lebedim. Tzadikim are similar to their creator. So whatever we find by the Ebishter, we find by the Eden. So just that we find by the Ebishter, that he put himself into his Torah. So the same thing by Tzadikim, that the Tzadik puts himself into his Torah. So nevertheless, Afopis, they give him Zecharayin in the Nyon of Torah was a Lenin, that even though the Tzadikim put themselves in, into the Nyonim of Torah, that they learn, so they're in the Torah, especially something new that they said, as much as they're connected to the Torah, especially their own Torah, it doesn't come to the connection of the tzaddikim with Yidin. Especially those who have a connection to them. And, and therefore, a, they have a responsibility to them. It's a special. If they're their people, like it says in Yircho, 
when you give to Doke, you have a choice to give to other people. So Anir, those poor people that are from your city come first. Same thing here. When you have a tzaddik and there are people connected to him, so his connection to these Yidin are more than even to others. And they're bonim with Talmidim or his children or Talmidim. It says by Avram Avinu, those people he was Makarev and he taught Torah, the nefesh that they made. It's mamish like this, their children. They made it. So there is a connection between the tzaddik and the Torah that he learns. Nevertheless, the connection of him to this Torah is not as strong as the connection to Eden. And when he says that the tzaddik puts himself into his Torah, so the Rebbe in the order 30 brings what he said other places, that the Rebbe Rasha, before he passed away, he said, I'm going to heaven and I'm leaving my writings to you. And the Shaila the Rebbe asked other places, what does that mean? Who thought that he's going to take his manuscripts with him to Shemayim? Obviously, he's leaving it here. So the Rebbe Taishi didn't mean that. Why is leaving it here? He just said, I'm leaving to Shemayim. I'm going to heaven. So you might think, if I'm going to heaven, so I'm disconnecting myself from you. You should know it's not. I'm still connected to you. I'm in my writing. So when you learn my writings, you're learning me. So this all proves that the tzaddikim put themselves into the Torah. And they're one with their Torah. Nevertheless, their connection to Yidin, especially so Anosis, for the whole generation, other tzaddikim is for the people of his connection to them. Their unity with the Eden is deeper than the unity that they have with the Torah. This is the explanation of what Mesha meant when he said, Erase me from your Sefer. Which there, which it, and also will explain why he put himself at risk. His Etzimitsis, which is Torah, for who? For those who made the Egel, which is against Torah. And now we'll understand why. Why? Very simple. Since the unity of Mesha with Eden is greater than its connection to Torah, that's why the result was two things. Number one, that his Mesiris Nefesh, giving up of himself for Eden, is greater than giving up of Torah. In other words, there was a choice here. Should he give up his connection to Eden because he doesn't want to disconnect from the Torah? Or should he have Mesiris Nefesh and give up his connection to Torah and have the connection to Eden? So since we said before that the connection of him to Eden is stronger, so therefore Meshach Rabbeinu was Meshach Nefesh for Eden, even though these Eden did not keep Torah. They made the Egel. But his connection to them is stronger. So he was ready to give up in order that they should have a Kaporet. Because sometimes when you, when he's giving an example now, because sometimes you could say, but in other words, I'll put it this, this way, but how will that work? How will it be that he will be erased from Torah, but maybe they will get a kapora? So the Rebbe gives an example here. So let's learn the example first. It says in a safe Magid Meshorim, which was written that the, the Yosef had a Magid. Magid means a Malach used to come to teach him, and that some of the teachings that he taught him was written in the Sefer called Magid Meshorim. So there it says, He was supposed to merit to give up his life for Kiddush Hashem. Go on and give up actually his life. For something that he did, they punished him when they had the pale that Sunit Zeicha given. He wasn't Zeicha to it because of something that he did. Had he died on Kiddush Hashem, he, was not, he would not be able to write the Shulchan Aruch, the complete Shulchan Aruch. And the writing the Shulchan Aruch is something so important, so special. And from there, Teira comes out from lessons for Klal Yisrael, what to do is in Shulchan Aruch. And because of an Einish, because of a punishment for him, he wasn't Zeiche to go on Kiddush Hashem, and instead of that, he wrote the Shulchan Aruch. It's called the punishment. As great as Torah is, it doesn't come to Mesir Nefesh and Nefesh That's a Mesir Nefesh that expresses your connection to being a Yid. We should be one with Hashem, should be a Yid. So we see that he was ready to give up his connection. Not ready. His connection to Yidin is greater than his connection to Torah. And therefore, it's considered a punishment that he was not able to express his being a yid, and people would see that he went on a serious nefesh. 
So this means, so we see that there is a an exchange, let's put it, that you could, he had a, it was not his choice, but he was able to, or do something with Teirah, write his Shekhanoruch, or do something has to do with being a Yid. And really the higher thing would have been doing something as a Yid, going on Mesir Nefesh, Kiddush Hashem, and instead of that he wrote Teirah. So the same thing here also. Meish Rabbeinu is saying that his Mesir Nefesh, by saying I'm giving up my being written in the Torah would be a Mesiris Nefesh, not in Torah, but it would have been in order to help you. I'm giving up my schus that I have, that I'm in Torah, which is a great schus. I'm putting it aside. I'm giving up my rights to Torah, so to speak, in order there should be a, a help that the Eden should be saved, the Eden have a kapora. Now, in the order of 35, the Rebbe does bring the whole thing. When was, what's the years? When was the Shulchan Aruch written? Was it the end of his life or not? And it, but the bottom line that comes out, that had he gone on Kiddush Hashem, he would not be able to write the Shulchan Aruch. And when he, so what happened was, he was supposed to be a higher Madrege to give up his life. And the Pela turned out that he didn't have that such high Madrege and he had to, wrote the, wrote the Shulchan Aruch, wrote the Torah. So same thing about Meshach Rabbeinu, that Meshach Rabbeinu went on Mesiris Nefesh for Yidin. For Yidin. Because the Yidin would have been saved. And he said, by me going on Messias Nefesh, it's almost like saying the schus of my going on Messias Nefesh, of giving up my etzimetzias, should be the schus to protect the Eden. doesn't say this clearly here at this point. But that seems to be the pshat. And the example that he gives him to Bess Yosef seems to say that pshat, that the question is, how would it work? Why would he not, because he's not written the Torah, the Eden would be saved? Yeah, it's I'm giving up my life for the sake that that's who should work for you. That's what it seems like the pshat here. So that's number one. That based on what we said before, that the connection of Moshe to Yidin is stronger than Teda, so it's worth for him to give up his connection to Teda in order to save the Eden's life because his connection to Eden is stronger. And Bayes, the second thing, the Yisachtas, this connection, and automatically the Mesiris Nefesh is and automatically, for who would he go to Mesiris Nefesh? To every Yid. Whatever situation he is. I feel the say Egil. The question was, why would he give up his connection to Torah? For who? For the people who sinned with the, against the Torah, against the Ebishter? No, now we understand why. The Baldas is from Torah, since his connection to Eden is higher than Torah. Bertes need bottled or them was is of So that would not change because this Yid is not connected to the Torah. If it's the level of Torah, so this Yid is not connected to Torah, so why would I give up my Torah for him who's not connected to Torah? But since there's something higher than Torah, because you're a Yid, so then it's to every Yid. Like the Chazal say, even if you sinned, you're still a Yid. That if, if you don't forgive them, if you forgive him, it's good, but if you don't forgive him, erase him from the Torah. And here, even more than what I said before, that the schus of Meshach. Here he says another word. Meshach was saying, if the Chetah is so bad that Torah does not make a place of Tisach Adosam, in other words, as far as the Torah is concerned, if you don't forgive them, that means that the, as far as the Torah is concerned, it's such a terrible thing, you have to destroy them. There's no way David could forgive them. Hashem vot mechaper given. It seems like saying this means Hashem Himself would have forgiven them. Nor teiras kaviyochol teveyom in a teira kaviyochol stopping because of the teira you can't forgive. And we find that some place it says in the Haredet thirty nine that it says in Chazal and Yalkut in different places that shoalu l'teira chaytemayin sheide as teira. What should be the punishment of somebody who was a sinner? So and then shoalu l'teira and they asked Abishter what is. And they gave different answers. The Torah answered, if you didn't have it, let him die. The Abishter answered, Yasa Tshuva Yiskapa, let him to Tshuva. So this was Mesha saying, if you're going to destroy them because they sinned against the Torah, so Torah, the fact that they sinned against the Torah, Torah doesn't let them to continue living, they have to be punished. Is Mesha, it's and Tfiya, so Mesha is asking, erase me from the Torah, which means, this expresses his connection to Eden beyond Torah. He's saying, if Torah is the problem, I don't want to have anything to do with Torah. If Torah doesn't let the Yid forgive him, because Torah could stop the Yid from being, from existing, from living, 
So then now I'm showing my connection to the to Eden, which is higher than Tere. So I'm expressing that I don't want to be connected to Tere. That brings about the connection of the Eivish there with Eden, which is higher connection than Tere. So Tere should not stop. So he says, he erased me from the Tere. Which means, I, my connection to Tere, he's saying, is not that strong because the connection to Eden is stronger. Which automatically is connected to the Eivish Tere's connection to Eden higher than Tere. Because there's a connection of the Eivish Tere, to Yidin higher than Tere, so they should be forgiven. Why? Because the reason they can't be forgiven because of Tere, but if you go beyond the Tere, they should also be forgiven. Even for the terrible Aved of Chet Egel. And then the end will be, if you will forgive them, they'll go back to Tere. They'll connect to Tere also. But Tere would not allow. So that's what he said. If you don't forgive them, and the Pshat is the Tere is so strong that it could hold back the fact that he's a Yid, then he should continue living. So Bemele, Meishe Rabbeinu said that I'm expressing my connection to Yidin over Teireh, and Bemele, I, so to speak, push me away from the Teireh, and then what will happen if he push me away from the Teireh? My Netzer will be Nizgale, which is higher than my connection to Teireh, will be the connection to Yidin, which will be Megale, the connection of Debesh, to the Yidin beyond Teireh, and Bemele, you have to forgive them. And in order 40, the Rebbe adds another word. He says, This could also explain what Ebishter answered Meshe. After Meshe said that, what did Ebishter say? He said, he raised, If you're not going to forgive, erase me from the Torah. So Ebishter said, Whoever sinned, I'm going to erase him from the Sefer. So the Rebbe said, that According, if it goes on the Sefer Torah, so the Ramban asks, Arash, your Rash says he meant erase me from the Sefer Torah. So he asked, So what did Ebishter answer? Whoever sinned, I will erase him. So he says, what's the that's why the Rabban learns that it means erase me from the Sefer Achaim. But Rasha doesn't learn that. So according to the way Rasha learns, erase me from the Torah means the Abish answer was, I will erase those that sinned. What does that mean? That because those that sinned connect them, there's a connection to me, to the Abish higher than Torah, I will erase him from the Torah. The same thing Meshach Rabbin said, erase me from the Torah. Because that will be Megala, the Etzem. Connection to Eden, which is higher than Tater. That's what Abisha said. Normally, the Pshat is, it's like grace, it's a chasan. Abisha said, No, no, I'm not going to raise you. They sinned for me, I'll raise them. So, according to this Pshat, forget, Abisha answered him, I will forgive them. How did he say, I will forgive them? Why would he not forgive? Because the Tater is standing in the way. Don't worry, I'll erase him from the Tater, which means I'll bring him up to higher than Tater, and then I will forgive them. And that's how the label is the Pshat here. This will explain that how the request of Meshi erased me from the Torah connected to Pasha Tetzave, which was the first original question. Since the fulfillment of his request, erased me from the Torah, happened in Pasha Tetzave, there must be a connection. What's the connection? So that explains like this. This connection of Meshi with all the Eden, which is higher than his connection to Torah, which is seen, expressed in his request, erase me from the Torah because my connection to Eden are higher, as we said before, that is expressed, shown, that you should, the first words of the parasha, you shall command the Bnei Yisrael. One of the pshatim in these words, simple pshat is, you shall command the Eden, tell the Eden what to do. But there's another pshat. Va'ata means the atzmis for Meisha. David is telling Meisha, you shall command, you. And as we said before, from the Kliyoka, you, meaning your etzem, is mekasher u'mechaber, tetzave is loshen tzav sefechibur. Tetzave doesn't only mean command, it also means connection. So va'ata means you, your etzem, connects. Ali yidin tzazamim etay metziyiz. You make all the yidin into one. So when it says va'ata tetzave is b'nei Yisrael, means you, because you're so close connected to yidin, so you cause that all the Eden should be one, one Metzius. It says, Madregis for Meshe was an infarbun mit Hashem. When we talk about Meshe, that's connected to the name. But those is Kehil, Afilish, Chilish, Chilish, Afilish, Chilish, Chilish, We said before, the name is not the real Etzim. It's only a name. And the Rebbe here says, the name is not, is not the Etzim. Is The name includes also Yechida. We know there are five names for the Neshama. It says, Chamisha, Shemus, Nikthur, or five names. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. Yechida, is the highest madriga of the neshama. There are not only five names, five levels in the neshama. 
And Yechide always is said is that Yechide means Yochid, that's the essence of the Neshama. But in truth, it says Yechidah that as much as that's the essence of the Neshama, it's not the real, real essence. Because if the, the Chazal referred to it as a lotion, a name. There are five names. Yechidah is also a name. And the name we said is not the real essence. So the Rebbe says, the Madregas of Meshe, it's at the Madregas of Meshe that are considered a name. The neshama, the neshama is called the five names. And one of the five is Yechideh. But it's still a shame only. And the shame we call Chassidus is only a gilui. Like we said before, it's only this, the, the gilui means a ray. Like we said before, a name is only your connection to the outside of you, to somebody else. That's called like a ray. It's called only ha'ore. It's only a gilui. It's not the essence of the thing. The grechman the giluim shalomaitle. By being, it's the name Moshe, which is a name, which is a gilui. And that connects even to the highest levels, but to the highest levels of Giluim. The levels that it connects, Mesha's name connects, is a very high level, but not the real, real essence of Mesha. So it's a level which is not higher than Teira. The Teira is the names of Hashem. So when we're talking about the union of a name, that could only be as high as the connection of Teira to Deivishter, because Teira is the name of Deivishter. All the words of Teira is the names of Deivishter. So if it would be a Shem, it doesn't show the connection of Eden to the Etzim of the Ebeshter, because it's not the Etzim of Meshe Rabbeinu, it's only a name, and his connection is only through the name. If you only reach that Madrege, you cannot reach, you cannot accomplish that all the Eden should be connected. All the Eden connected means even those who are not keeping the Torah. But if you only go to connect to the Ebeshter the way it's connected to Torah, so how could all Eden be the same? So those that keep the Torah are part of it, but those that don't keep the Torah are not part of it. So in order to connect all the Eden one, including those who are not keeping Torah, that they should also be part of it and be connected to the Ebishter beyond the Torah, that cannot come from the shame. Dafke when it says, you shall command. And the shot we're learning now is not command, it means you shall connect. The atzmi's formation was his hechef Hashem v'tayer. The etzem, the essence of Meshe, which is beyond any name, name and any description. The etzem an nefesh was written in nifsed nechamish Hashem is the etzem of the neshama of Meshe, which is not part of the five names, even part of Yechide. Was farbin tzich mitn ato ha'ikiv yamiti ato shalomai latzmusim hosiz. So the essence of Meshe is for sure connected to the essence of Hashem. Which is that's the real essence. When can we say ato you, which is no description, directly speaking, is only the etzim of Debishter. It says in the etzim of Debishter, everyone is connected, even little children that don't know much. They say Debishter. They mean Debishter. What do they mean? They mean Epsatzilas, they mean different Madregas. It's talking to the etzim of Debishter. So when you say you, it's the etzim of Debishter. So when it says ato tetzava, we're talking to Mesha, your etzim. Which is a hint also to the Abishta's etzem, that's the real you. So through when you reach that level of the etzem of Mesha, which is connected to the etzem of Abishta, which means the etzem of Abish in the real real etzem higher than his connection to Tayra, paled them to Tzavas bin Yisrael and Tzavas bin Chibus Malidin. So that causes the Tzavas bin Yisrael, Tzavi means connect. Connect all the Eden, the Tzafsa Vichibur, the connection of all the Eden. I feel the day Sa'egel, even those that made the Egel, the name of Tzias, makes them all to so here we see, since we said the whole thing of erasing Meshach Rabbeinu, means erasing his name. And that is, means that, but bringing out his etzim, which is higher than the name, which connected to it, is higher to Rebishter. So we ask, why is it in Parshat Tzabah, this Mechaini, you know, this happened, that his name is erased, so to speak, is because it's connected to Vata Tzabah. Because in the words Vata Tzabah, you see this, you connect all the Eden, only if there's a you. It doesn't say Mesha should connect, because at the moment it says Mesha's name, it's it's a lower Madrege, lower Madrege still Teireh, is strong there. And Bemele, you can't connect all the Eden because some Eden don't keep the Torah. So that's why it says, only you're the Etzim of Mesha, which is connected to the Ebesha, higher than Torah. So the same thing by the Ebesha, and that makes all the Eden equal, and that kapel that the Ebesha should forgive, because the whole reason he won't forgive, because Torah doesn't let, so to speak, but inside the connection of the Ebesha to Eden, higher than that, the Ebesha could forgive. This also explains the words Atat in Chumash in the Hemshech, the continuation of what Abish is telling him. What did he say? And they should take to you the oil 
to bring up the candle, Tomit, the constant candle on the menorah. The lighting of the menorah was through Aaron. Why did Hashem let them bring the oil to you, to Moshe? She bring it to Aaron. Shake of them the beer. So it says the beer, different my motive. Aaron is a dot me spray lefit and because I didn't notice when Aaron on his own, when he has an effect and influence on Eden, which are called candles, every day is a candle. Every day is ready to shine with fire, with light, which is a mitzvah, which is teir. The mitzvah is a candle, teir is light. Every yid has the potential of serving Hashem. So that's Mitzadan. That's only connected to learning Torah, to doing Torah. So Aaron's connection to the Eden is through Torah. He could cause them light the Menorah. And it says in Chesidus, like the Menorah represents all the Eden. He could light up all the Eden and light what? What does it mean light up all the Eden? All the Eden should keep Torah mitzvahs. But by bringing the oil to Meshach, to Meshach, he connects all the Eden. Even those that are not Shach don't learn Torah. So if it comes to Mesha, Mesha has a connection to the Etzim of the Eden. So it causes that all the Eden are the same. I feel up shooting even the simple ones. The Etzim are Nefesh Betnesgala, but they only come through Mesha. Because if through Aden, it only goes as far as Torah. And if they are far from Torah, then there's nothing to do. But if Mesha is involved, then he causes like, that it should be that their whole the etzim and nefesh, which is even higher than Torah, will come this galut. Now we'll understand the connection between atet to the content of the whole seder. But the farvet need their much meish in the ganze seder. The name of meish is not mentioned not only in the first posse because what Debishta wants to stress the ato. The whole parsha, the whole seder, as meish's name is not mentioned. So this concept that we said before has to be connected to the whole parsha. So where do we see the connection to Opash? Now we'll understand. In the Mgansa Sipur and Kunas Arna Bondi in the Sedre, the whole idea, the whole telling in the Torah in the Sedre about Arn being the Kayan and his children, etc., is Mutgish, all that stresses, he does the The whole parshat says, but making the big Kunan and giving them their 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 dedication, the Torah stresses that this has to be done through Mesha. Right away it says, you bring Aaron close to make him into a Kayan, to prepare him to be a Kayan. It says in Posik, make holy God him to Aaron your brother. You make it. The whole thing, the whole process of doing things as a dedication in, to initiate them into the Kuna. So we see in Chumash, it's all done through Mesha with the Tzil Barucha. In their passion, like it says in the passion, everything Mesh basically Mesh was like the Kayan. Mesh did Aveda to bring them into Kunas. One peer, why did they have to Mesh do it? Is similar to what we said by the light of the Menera. Anna came at Sadat's amazing Yonikunuk Dishamishkun. Anna on his own, just like we said by before by the Menera. If Anna himself just would like the Menera, nothing to do with Mesh, would be only as far as Tayra. Because of Mesh, it's higher. The same thing here. Aaron Zinian is Kunan. Being a king, So from Aaron's perspective, if Aaron's Aveda, who would he affect? Only those that serve Hashem. They have a shaykhas to Teire. Have a shaykhas to the Menorah, which is the light of Neir Mitzvah Teire. That would affect. But you bring him closer. Your brother. So it's you have an effect on your brother to make him a king. So now the Kuna of Aden is such a way as a stutuf in Ali. So even what Aden does affects all the Eden because it's not Aden, it's a brother of Mesha. So it's Mesha involved here. When the time of his this is one of the reasons why right after Taylor talks about the Chinuch, the dedication, the inauguration, the, I don't know, whatever the name we give it, dedication, the of, of Aaron, it says, right after that, it says about making the Mizbeach of Ktairis. And that's the, written after the whole Pasha, at the end of the Pasha, Pasha Tetzaveh. It's one of the Kedem of the Mishka. Bechure had the Tzivu Yafasiyas Mizbeach Apnimi, Yedarf Shtein Fri in Pasha Trume. Bechure about how to make, about making the Mizbeach for Ktairis, because we had two Mizbeachs. The big one, which was on the outside of the Azorah, they brought Korbonus and animals, etc. But Minchot, 
There's one small one that was in the Heichol, and there it was only for Ketairus. That's written at the end of Parsha Tzavah. But why? Should have been before in Parsha Truma, together with the commandment for all the vessels of the Mishkan. The outer Mishkan, the big Mishkan, was it mentioned there too. Why was this not mentioned there, but it's mentioned here? No, the answer is, this idea that we want Aaron's serving as a Kayan should connect to all the Eden, which Aaron on his own couldn't do it. Had to be through Mesha, because Aaron would only reach a certain level, only Shaykhs to Teireh. So the reason is, this union that even Aaron's Kuna has to be connected to all the Eden. That's in Teireh we see that. In Ketiris, we see that even people who are not, could not connect to Teter, so to speak, are also proud of Klal Yisrael. And Aaron should affect them too. And that we see by Ketiris. Tamayim HaChazal, where would he see by Ketiris? As kol tainis. She'en v'mepeshe Yisrael, any fast day, that you don't have participation of Peshe Yisrael, of Yidin who are not good, ain't a tainis. It's not, the tainis doesn't affect so much. And we see that by Ketiris. Amongst the ingredients of the ketairus was chelbono. Chelbono was, all the ingredients were good smells. Ketairus used to have a good smell. One of the ingredients is chelbono, which had a bad smell. And the ketairus counts it amongst, together with the other ingredients of the ketairus. So ketairus represents the sinyan that the yid is higher than ketairus. That even the yid, who's a patient Yisrael, is also part of it. For who? For the people who didn't keep the Torah. The Gepesha Yisrael. Same thing here by Aaron. When he's mocked the Torah, we want it. And the Rebbe in her order, in one of the orders before, so he says in order 58, now we understand the connection because the beginning of the parasha and the end. Usually there's a connection because the beginning of the parasha says, that through Mesha you connect all the Yidin and live... And they're connected to the Ebesh, they're higher than Teirah. And the end of the parasha talks about the Mizbeach HaKteiris. Mizbeach HaKteiris is the Mizbeach that represents this union that all the Eden, even the ones that are not good, are also connected. And in Hawara 60, the Rebbe says that another Nakuda, Kteiris, the meaning of the word Kteiris is Kesher. That's the meaning of this translation. Not being connected. And it even brings from a sefer called Tzvei Rameir, it's Mekasher Advorim Atachtayne Belyenin. That Ketiris means it connects the higher, the lower things to the higher things. It means it brings up even those people who are low. And this is Alderach Tetzaveh. Like Tetzaveh means that you connect all the Eden, even the low ones. That's hinted in Ketiris and in the word Ketiris. Ketiris means tying, tying a knot, which is more by the Kabonis. The Rebbe doesn't bring it by Kabonis. We find it's also the word Kabonis comes from the word Korev. It brings you close. Closest were very close, but not a knot. A knot means you become one. And here, like Tatus, it becomes one. And when you become one, it means it shows your etzim of a yid, which is all the yidin are equal. And that's how you connect to the etzim of the which is higher than Tatus. And that's why Tatus is written here. And then, you know, order 62, the Rebbe says that this is specifically connected to Mizbeach Aktatus, which is the Mizbeach Apnimi. The other Mizbeach is called Mizbeach Achitzin, outside. This Mizbech is called the Mizbech HaPnimi. It's inside the Heichol, inside the Besamit, in Mishkan, inside the Eomeid, inside the Besamikdosh, in the Heichol. And you see this, it says that the two Mizbechas, they represent the heart. Mizbech HaChitzen represents Chitzeni Salev, the outside part of the heart, the superficial part, and Mizbech HaPnimi represents the Etzem. And we said before, when it comes to the Etzem, that's where we have the Sinyan that you connected to the Ebishter beyond anything else, and that's in the Mizbech HaKteris. And then the Rebbe says, Rabbi Farat, when is it revealed? When they brought the Ketiris on Yom Kippur. And in order, the Rebbe says that Yom Kippur, when we say Kol before, is the only time of the year when we say we're giving a heter to Davim with Avaryonim, with those that go against the Ketiris. Because Yom Kippur, this Nakuda of the Yidin connected to the Epishter beyond anything, even don't keep Ketiris, that's the end of Yom Kippur. It says, in the end of the Sedra, of the Sabbath, when it talks about the Mizbeach HaKteris, it says, Arna should forgive by doing the Aveda with the horn, with the tops, the corners of the Mizbeach. Once a year, that means especially the once a year, which is in Kippur, this is, this is 
Nisgala, this gets revealed on Yom Kippur. So here we see the whole connection of all the, the with the Pratim, the Kasha, and how it answers. And the whole idea is that Meshach Rabbeinu's connection to Yidna's Haida and the connection to Teireh, that brings out in the Eden that every Yid has a Shaykh to the Ebishter, and Bemele, you could forgive him. And one word that Rebbe said before, Derech Agav, and Bemele, that'll bring him to Teireh also, because if he gets forgiven, he'll be able to learn more Teireh. From this, we have a wonderful, like, fantastic lesson in our service of Hashem. Just like Meshach Rabbeinu was ready to forego, give up something so great and so important for him, which is Zayfar Bun Meteres and connection, his connection to Teire, Tzudi Biden, he was ready to give for Eden. Even for those that sinned with the Egil. This is even greater than when it says you should love Hashem, love every Eid like yourself. Because if Meisha would only stick to after Rachel Kamecha, the Kamecha for Meisha is Dachtera. What's Meisha himself? We said before the Gansim and Sisig when Gedurgen and Mantera he was Dachtera. So we have to love another Yid the same way. That means that he would give up himself for the Tera for Yid to learn Tera. Is Meisha nevertheless is Meisha given great some Mavata side of them? He gave up even this his connection to Tera to design an enemy to be together with the Yid. In order for him to be together with the Eden, that the Eden should all be, which is higher than he was ready to give up something in him which is his essence, which is higher even if after Racha like yourself, for himself he would have been stuck, given over, only tried to forgive for those who keep Teire, but he did more than that. So he wanted to be together with Eden, to be one with those who are torn away from the Teire. And in order 66, the Rebbe even says, and it's Chaim, it says that Meshe Rabbeinu wanted so much to be with the Eden that he died in the desert because of them. Because he wanted to be massacring them. Who? The people who died in the Midbar. They died for a reason, not for a good reason. Meshe Rabbeinu wanted to be with them because his, he was a He gave up everything in order to be one with the Eden and not because... His real connection to the to the Eden is stronger than his connection to Tere. So too, just like Meshach Rabbeinu did it. So he, because he was a shepherd, a faithful shepherd. What's a shepherd? He feeds his flock. It means he gives them their nutrition. So Meshach Rabbeinu also gevolt and gegem keich yad Eden. So Meshach wanted and gave the ability, the power to every yid. And every time, all times, and all places, as I as it's chazefin, and that every yid should behave that way. And this is what Meisha taught it. If you not forgive him for the Avedis, and said, "No, no, I'm going to erase them," which was fitting. I'm not going to erase you. Davis said, "Poshipshat," but you want to erase from the thing. No, no, they sinned. I'll erase them. Those that sinned, I'll erase them. Never blind besifruch. Meisha will stay. What did Meisha say? That why do I want to be erased? Because if I'm not erased and you're going to destroy them, what will people say about me? They'll say I, I, I couldn't have them for them. What does that mean? So Rebbe asked, would Meshach think about his own pride when it comes to such a thing of David destroying Eden? So Rebbe teaches, if he will not ask to be erased, all it will mean is that Meshach Rabbeinu was not ready to give up his essence for the Eden. That's what I see, because his essence is Teira. And when he said, erase me from the Sifim, means I'm ready to give up my connection to Teira. My etzim, I'm ready to give up for Eden. Had he not erased them from Teira, he said, if you don't, what will it be? So Poshet words is, what will it be? They'll say, I couldn't have them for them. That's not what he meant. That means, as I'm not ready to give up my Mesa Nefesh for Eden. It's not what people will say. People will see that that's what I did. They're going to learn and do the same. Meish Rabbein is teaching all the Yidin what to do, the right thing, to give up everything for another Yid, even if he's a Chet Egel, a person who did the Egel. If I will not, what will they say about me? They'll say that I didn't give up my life for the Yidin. I wasn't ready to go such a mysterious nefesh. And Bemele, they will learn from that. And that's what Meish Rabbein did. And that's the deeper pshat in what Meish said, what will they say about me? The lesson from all this how it's supposed to be in the Aved of every Yid. It's not yet enough to have Aved of every Yid. You could have Aved of every Yid no matter how the Yid is. 
And you can love him mamish like you love yourself. But just like Meish Rabbeinu, he went more beyond the after Same thing, he wants nor as monsik mesiris nefesh for that Not only you should love another yid, you have to give up everything of yourself, mesiris nefesh, for other yidin, for another yid, and for yedder yidin, for every yid. But that was a chuzdik. How do you give up mesiris nefesh? You love them and you makar them to teira. So even though you're doing it because you're higher than teira, but sofkal sof, as we said before, this will bring them to teira too. So you have to give up everything and makar of every yid because he's a yid and he's connected to the And the end will be that you will makar them to teira anyway. But it all comes because your connection, Mesh's connection to Eden is higher than his connection to Tater, like the Abish's connection to the Eden is higher than his connection to Tater.